To the nations my call on, from within a greater power calling me higher. Higher from a sure foundation, the rock, the chief cornerstone. With the wings in my face, I run through this race. Radical, overcomer, Christian liberator, knowing he is the one that makes me smile. I am that hope dealer, motivator, and cheerleader to all who I meet. I am rocking Rhonda Austin, and I'm so excited that you're here listening to the Finding Your Heart podcast, where I am the host. So let's get into it. And so look, there are so many things to think about when choosing a husband, and this decision should not be taken lightly. But through much prayer, time, spiritual counsel, and observing the person and learning the person over time, you'll be able to make a decision and choose the person who you believe um, can fit with you for the future and who you believe God is speaking to you um, to marry. I was reading in Genesis a couple of years ago about how when Adam and Eve ate the forbidden fruit in the Garden of Eden. And of course, one of the curses for the woman was that uh, we would have pain during childbirth. And the man is supposed to work till the sweat is um, on his brow, just working hard and tilling. So another part of that in that scripture where it talks about The curses, it also talks about how the woman will always or have a desire to long for the man. And I had never really thought of that. But over time, I realized that myself and um, some other people I know, it's almost as if we feel incomplete if we don't have a man in our life or if we're not married yet like sometimes (laughs) it seems as though some people feel that their whole desire of living is to be married but I want you to know that of course God desires for you to uh, be married but the longing that you have to be married and to be with a man or have a boyfriend should not be greater (laughs) than that Uh, then of your love towards Jesus Christ and your passion for him uh, for God should totally be greater than your own desire to want to be with someone and I know like I've been there and I know how it is you know you're scrolling on social media and you see different people's posts and you see different guys and you're wondering you know, why, what's wrong with you? Why didn't it work for you? And why isn't it working for you? I just want to encourage you that it is working for you, that as you continue to delight yourself in the Lord and pursue uh, what the Lord has for you, pursue your own passions and purpose, become the best that you can become. Um, God is not slack concerning his promises. I believe that he is truly a rewarder to them that diligently seek him. So don't become weary and well-doing. Don't, um, you know, give up and think that it's over just because you're not with uh, the person that you want to be with right now. So if you want to check out 
that particular chapter that I'm talking about in Genesis, Genesis chapter three. You can read also um, a little bit of chapter four, where it talks about the desires and the longings of a woman to want to always have a man. And so if that, um, in a sense, it's kind of like a curse of just longing, longing for a man rather than God, then as believers, we have the ability to not accept, you know, that curse, not saying that women, we don't have a desire to be with men, but I'm talking about when that desire and that longing is greater than anything else. You know, you wake up, you're thinking about it, you go to sleep, you're thinking about it at lunch, you're thinking about it. When you're looking at social media, you're thinking about it. So I hope that you are encouraged even more so to know that God knows exactly where you are. So, um, in this process of just waiting or even dating, choosing a husband is so, so, so important. So when I think about choosing a husband, I think about a few things and I hope that you would consider these things as well. Go ahead, get your pen, paper, get your notepad, go ahead, pull out uh, the note section in your phone and really ponder these things. So number one, don't expect more from someone if you yourself is not willing to do the same work you're expecting that person to do. I'll say it again. Don't expect more from someone if you yourself are not willing to do the same work that you're expecting that person to do. So if you're wanting someone who has a six-figure job or who has a credit score of 800 or more, but your credit score is 450, like that's not fair. (laughs) That's not fair, sis. Uh, That's not fair, bro. I need you to... Uh, Work on the things that you desire for somebody else to have that you're actually working on those things as well. You want somebody who will fold your clothes, but you're still struggling with washing and folding your clothes. Like at some point you got to do it um, because marriage is going to be about partnership. And that's not to say that you will be stronger in some areas that he may be weaker or vice versa. Um, your wife may be stronger in some areas, but that's the beauty of getting to know each other. So, but you want to definitely choose someone that, well, you basically, you don't want to expect more from someone if you're not willing to do the work as well. So number two, consider what turns you on and makes you attracted to him. (laughs) When you make your decision, are you making them from your attraction or prayerful consideration. So I'm going to say that again. Number two. Because that made me laugh. I hope it made you laugh too. Number two. Really consider what turns you on. And makes you attracted to him. Like why do you like him? What excites you about him? And when you identify those things. Are those things. Uh, are those things that are kind of physical or emotional and are you making those decisions because of your attraction or is it through prayerful consideration prayerful consideration all right so the other thing I think about when choosing a husband is thinking about how to choose your husband and I want to be able to share three C's with you three C's The first C is choice. It is your choice. I cannot stress this enough. It is not 
your parents' choice. It is not your friend's choice. It is not your sister, your brother's choice. It is your choice. Whoever you choose, that's who you choose. Um, The second C is cover. Can he cover you? So what does it mean, can he cover you? Two things come to mind. Covering in a sense of physical covering, that if something was to happen to you, do you feel that he has the nurturing and the um, ability to kind of take care of you when you can't take care of yourself? Selflessness, right? Can he cover you physically? And then can he cover you spiritually? Like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know why. I guess I do know why we settle for... Um, people in our lives or date people in our lives that can even pray for us or cover spiritually. Now, again, if you're not someone who is spiritual and um, know, you know, the power of prayer and scripture and living a life of God, I definitely don't expect you to expect that from someone else if if you're not doing it but if you are you do yourself a disservice by choosing someone who is not on the same idea or concepts of spirituality of covering as you are like you do yourself a huge huge disservice I don't care I don't care what people are saying a relationship that is based on same principles, specifically God, and selfless can really, really um, be a blessing not only to you, but be a blessing to the people around you. So, you know, really consider, can he cover you? And look, if you make the choice and choose someone who can't cover you, just know that you probably will have to carry on that responsibility until um, God works on him and then he can do it. And so, you know, we cover each other in marriage, but at the same time, you want to make sure that, okay, if I can cover you, can you cover me? That's real, y'all. That is so real. There's so much going on and <laughs> we need somebody who's going to be in our corner the right way. That's going to be praying for us and speaking life when many times, I don't know about you, you've been in from day to day. And you feel like speaking death. You don't feel like going for it. But when you have someone who who is covering you and who can speak over your life and speak to your situation, it makes living life with that person so much better and easier. So um, the next C, because I'm getting off on a tangent on covering, because I think it's so important. It's so important. Um, The next C is cultivate. Can he cultivate you? When choosing a husband. So what does it mean to cultivate? Uh, In scripture, it talks about how we are the husbandry of God and we are his workmanship. And so what does that mean? God is continuously uh, working with us, working on us and working through us. Um, When he sees things that don't belong in our lives, he will prune it and he will take it away or he will plant something. He will water it. He gives us basically what we need to be successful here in life and to carry out a particular mission or cause. So 
it will be and should be with your husband that if you have a passion or a gift or a talent, what type of things does he do to cultivate, to help that particular area grow? How is he helping you grow? Does he help you grow or are you always giving? And then at the end of the day, you have nothing, you know, in return. And so uh, the three C's in choosing a husband, it's, it's your choice. Can he cover you and can he cultivate you? I hope you're able to get something out of this. Remember, again, if you desire to be married, God is faithful and he will bless you. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Finding Your Heart podcast. You know, I love you, right? And I'm always praying for you. Just want to remind you, if you're not connected with us on Facebook, check us out both on Facebook and Instagram at Finding Your Heart. And also, I would love for you to uh, sign up for my email list. The link is in the show notes of this podcast. And hey, don't forget to rock you because nobody else can rock like you can.